Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Luke chapter 19. Mm, too nice. And there Hosanna. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hosanna. Yeah. And let me, it is, um, it marks the day that Jesus made his final entry into Jerusalem. Father, thank you for this opportunity. Thank in you your Lord. presence, yes. touch our hearts, touch our hearts, heal us, heal us, help us, help us, deliver us, deliver us, do great and mighty miracles, mighty miracles in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, amen, amen. You may be seated. Let me share very quickly with you on the subject of others. Four things you must remember about others. But before I get there, Philippians chapter 2, verse 4 and 5 said, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Many years ago, a great general of the kingdom of God lived and founded the Salvation Army. He had many leaders and bore much fruit for the kingdom of God. One day, he sent an important telegram to a group of his leaders. He asked that everyone be present for the reading of the telegram. Do you know telegram? All right. The leaders gathered around for the meeting with great expectation, wondering what the important message was. When everyone was said, they opened the sealed telegram and proceeded to read it to the gathering. They were in for a shock. Instead of a long letter with many instructions, this special telegram had only one word. Guess what word it was. What do you think was the word? Others. Others, others. Telegram, they used to charge by the number of words. Yes, the number of characters. Yes, so that's why in school they teach you summary. So that you can shorten your things. There are some people, when, even when they are talking, this is the one, two sentence can do it, but they will talk plenty. Then you have to pick out from the plenty talking what they are trying to say. Mm. There's a time that you have to talk plenty. When you are talking with your beloved, you must add more words and talk plenty so that for the three hours you'll be talking because I know some beloved, it's like when there's some small silence, it means there's a problem. So then I asked, how can you be talking 
three hours you talk we three hours with talking without a break but that's how they understand but many things you have to be precise so that's why they teach you summary we used to have something called pressy Portia, do you know that one where is she yes right so others thinking about others and our scripture says that look not every man unto his own things but every man unto the things of others think of other people don't always think about yourself so this message on others heals us from selfishness and selfishness is a dangerous condition as we remember jesus and what he did for us if jesus thought about himself he would never have gone to the cross yeah that's why the other day when his mother and the brothers and sisters came and he said your mother and your brother they are looking for you i said he said who are my brother who are my mother the people who are sitting here with me and who are listening to me and believe in the word, they are my mother and they are my brethren. Because if he followed the family in a way, he would never have given himself to die for us. So let's think about others. Are you here this morning? Will you think about others? Or no, people don't even know what problems you have before they want you to think about other people's problems. That's why your problems are always too big. If you think about others, it even lightens the burden that you have. Oh, yes. It lightens it. It makes it lighter. Because your mind and your thought a lot is how to help somebody solve their problem. And whilst you are helping somebody solve their problem, God is solving your problems for you. Job 42.10, he said, And God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Not when he prayed for his captivity or his problems. But when he prayed for his friends, then God turned his own captivity around. God is turning your captivity and God is solving your problems as you think of others. Say amen. The message of others is that others exist. You are not the only one who exists. There are others who also exist. The message of others is our minds must be on others. Your mind must be on other people. The message of others is we are to spend our lives for others. Can you spend your life for others? Hello? Are you here? Can you spend your life for others? You can't say yes. Okay. No problem. Like I live for others. You should be able to say that. And you should be able to live that way. That your life is to the benefit and for the benefit of somebody and for other people. Not for yourself. Yeah. 
Some of you have prayed to be rich. You are still not rich. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because you have already planned how to enjoy life and eat the money and eat the good things and travel to the nice places when God gives you the money. How you spend it. That's why it still hasn't come. What planning too much? Minyeska me yese amamu me towi me shata dewi me shempa bwawi me yet this hairstyle me ko Dubai. Me ko London. That's why. So everything you think about is how to better yourself and enjoy the thing. But think of others. I believe that if you are praying to God and you believe God to give you great wealth and riches and your mind is on the kingdom of God and how to help others, God will hear it better and faster than having your mind on how to enjoy. Ask the people who are rich, how much do they eat? You can't eat. Yes. You used to steal milk. How many have stolen milk before? Let me see how many have stolen milk. And milo. And sugar. How many used to steal sugar? The cubes. Yes. You see, but a time comes in your life, you have the sugar like that, but you can't, you not even eat a little of it. Yes. Yeah, I'll never forget my Milo and sugar. I stole the Milo and did it and put a lot of sugar inside. Then when I settled, there was no one, so I should drink it quickly. When I settled to drink the thing and it entered my mouth, Sana sugar near salt. Granulated salt, I didn't know. And at the for day I put plenty. I, I, I will never forget that one. <laughs> it pained me because later on as I was thinking about it, number one, maybe we are there, a sin. But I couldn't enjoy the thing too. <laughs> you see, so the point I'm making is that there's not much you can do for yourself. Think of others and God will help you to be useful to others. Amen. Four things you must remember about others. Number one, others need Christ. Others need Christ. John chapter 4 verse 25. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee, I am he. Hey. 
And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou, or why talkest thou with her? The disciples came and they saw that for once Jesus was rapping a girl. He had not seen anything like that before. So they were wondering, is Jesus trying to get a girlfriend? Is he trying to marry? I'm sure some of them were happy that if he marries, then we'll also follow and get some for ourselves. But Jesus was up to something. The woman then left her water pot. You, can, you should remember the story. It's a long story of a woman, the woman at the well. You should remember. And went her way into the city and said unto the men, watch it, come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Verse 30. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. There's a woman without credentials. She met Jesus. Jesus said, go and bring your husband. He said, I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, yes. You have, you have, you know that you have had, you have five. And the one you are staying with now is not your husband. I don't know the type of husband the woman has been having all this while. And she was shocked. And started engaging Jesus in, our father said that we should worship on the mountain. And now they say we should worship on Jerusalem. She was bringing religious things. Because what didn't say by what kind, as someone said, there be secrets need to match. Some religious matters. But she didn't stop there. She went into the city and told the people in the city, come and see a man. Who has told me all about my life? Can this not be the Christ? He pointed Christ to the people. We must point Christ to others. And we must bring others to Christ. If we know Christ, it's not enough for us to just sit there and say that, me, I'm saved. If you won't be saved, it's up to you. You, you go to hell. I'm going to church. But it's our duty to go out there and tell them as this woman did and went out there and t- spoke to the people. It's the same way we have to go out and speak to somebody else about Christ. I'm talking about uh, keep preaching. Did you hear the, the, the song? Yes. Keep teaching. Keep doing something. Keep telling people about your salvation. Keep telling people about the Christ that you have met. Keep bringing people to church. Keep carrying people to the place where they can be saved. That's our work and that's what we are, we are doing. And that's what we've been do, we'll, we'll be doing till we die. Our brother, Reverend Alex, that's what he was doing. That's his life. That's what he lived for. He lived for others. <laughs> he didn't live for himself. He lived for others, helping others, preaching, helping, visiting, encouraging, solving problems, doing everything and anything for others. Even when he was sick, he was still there. 
I said, why don't you take some time off so that you recover? I said, no, I think I can do it. I can, I, I can go. If I'm home, it will feel like I'm sick and something. So I'll be there. And he was there till the day he wasn't there. That was the day that he was there. Oh, Sorano, partner, the tip of your ear. I had a cry, yeah, we had a cry. I said, hey, how many of you, you wish it rained in the morning so that you won't go to church? Has it occurred to you before, happened to you before? Lift your hand like this without shame. Before, yes. Priscilla, you are not minding me. How many of you, you wish... When you woke up in the morning, you have some headache so that you have a reason to not go to... Oh, yes. You just said before, before, but I don't know what it is. But if you are living for others, it doesn't matter where you are, but you want others to hear about Christ and others to know Christ. That's why I said in the doxa service, and I'm saying it here, because I believe... The Holy Spirit gave me this revelation in the middle of the night. That let's think about others in the church. And therefore, this month of June is a month of invitation of others. Is it June or April? Uh, They say it's April. This month of April. Uh, Yesterday was 1st April, somebody's birthday. Pastor Koto. I don't know why people are born first April, but we are inviting others because others must hear of Christ. Others must meet Christ. Others must be informed. Others must be helped. Are you ready to be part of the invitation? From today till the end of the month, you can invite five people, your brother, your sister, your workmate, your anybody to come and number two. Number two. Others need a shepherd. When they come, one of the things that will happen to them is that they will have a shepherd. Yes. Many people are without a shepherd. Yes. He said, Jesus said, John 10, 16, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. So Jesus is the chief shepherd. He's all of us our shepherd. He's called the chief shepherd. And one day, He will appear. But there are people also that he has made into shepherds or pastors. That's why we have basenta leaders. Basenta leaders are shepherds who take care of other people. Uh, Choir leaders, uh, ashes leaders, anybody who has a work that involves people, what you are doing is that you are shepherding the people. What does it mean to shepherd? To look after the people. If you have a shepherd, what it means is that there's somebody who will look out for you. When you are not in church, at least your shepherd will notice that you are not in church. And you come and look for you. Maybe you are not well. Maybe something has happened to you. There must be somebody who is interested in your life. You can't live a life that 
You are a free atom that is moving around. Nobody cares about you. Nobody looks out for you. And nobody calls you when you are not there. It cannot be. It's a dangerous life that you can have. So, other sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and... They shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. A shepherd is somebody who helps you to solve problems. A shepherd is a counselor. Do you have a counselor in your life? Or you have an ungodly counselor? Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of discomfort. Some of you, you have counselors, people who talk to you, but they are ungodly. Ungodly means that they are not using the scriptures to give you counsel. So any counselor who doesn't have the scriptures, that's ungodly counsel. Godly counsel is with the scriptures. Is somebody listening to me? Your shepherd will give you godly counsel, will tell you that the scriptures say this, this, that. That's why shepherds must know the Bible. And some of you don't want to hear what the Bible says. Because you know it already. Somebody who was going to, the person even, yeah, the person married. And soon after the marriage, the whole thing just went off. It didn't work. The marriage didn't stand. So she came and told me about all the problems in the marriage and the person, the issues and things like that. But if you knew all these things, why did you still go? No, no. She had spoken to me about the, mar- the marriage earlier. I said, so why didn't you talk about all these things? And she had a very nice response. He said that, I know, if I tell you this, I know what you say. She had the counsel already. And she knew. But just that, I know this is the way, but I won't follow it. That's the problem. But you have a shepherd who will counsel you. I said you have a shepherd who will give you godly counsel. Everyone will have a shepherd and the others who are not in the sheepfold. It is also our work and our responsibility to bring them into the fold so that they will also have a shepherd and they will not go wayward. Every sheep must have a shepherd. And every sheep has a shepherd. Oh, yeah. You go around, when you see a sheep walking around, you can take it and go and make kebab with the, the meat. Yes. You will not have the first bite before Amasaman police will appear in your house. I tell you, you'll be in serious trouble. Ah, I didn't know that it had an owner. It was just walking around. Even sheep, literal sheep, they have owners. As they are walking around and you are a human being without somebody looking after you that's a mistake slap your neighbor and ask who is your shepherd you are just slapping you are not asking the question who is your shepherd who is your shepherd who knows where you are Who knows what is happening to you? Who knows what you are going through? 
who is praying for you. Your shepherd prays for you. Yeah. Your shepherd will mention you in their prayer. And you are all alone. Oh. Now, others need a shepherd. Let's bring others in so that they will have a shepherd as well. Number three. Others must hear the message. Luke 4, 43. And he said unto them. Hmm, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For therefore am I sent. I must preach to others. Others must also hear the message. Are you hearing any good messages in your church? Your church, do they preach good messages for you? Others must hear the same message as well. And we preach good messages here. Yes. I often preach here. And I never preach a bad message. Every message I preach is a good message. Yes. Come on, say my jai. A good message. And you by force. You must be. We are a more selfish person. In the message, you know, wow. <laughs> now there was a time I was asked when we started the church, people were coming to I asked, why are they coming? Because I didn't know I was a preacher, a good preacher at that time. Now I know. Me too known Pemadia sir. Pemadia sir. Me too, no, nothing out here, no. Me no group feature and come Because there's good preaching in the church, that's why you keep coming. Maybe you don't know the reason why you keep coming. I'm giving you the reason now. It's because there's good preaching in the church. <laughs> must also hear of the preaching that you enjoy for which reason you keep coming yes others and that's our job oh preaching here come on oh That's a new concept. A preaching, but me name preaching throughout the preaching, very tense, and your friend is saying, I don't know what it is. It's church. You must relax, you must laugh, you must be happy. Yes. That's what friends are for. Yeah. <laughs> But we are not here to joke. But if you hear good preaching in your church, others must also hear the good preaching in the church and also be part of what you are enjoying. Men, yet a selfish person that is said that, you know, 
Dr. Chu, late Dr. Chu, he is in his books. He went, people, you know, the, the church is church. He's the pastor of Yoido Full Gospel Church. Now, people sort of queue to enter the church, not a queue aside, or wait. We, we wait for people to come to church. The, over there, the people wait outside to enter the church. They have seven services on Sunday. So between one and the next, and you have to be there about 15 minutes or so earlier, seated in the service. So if you are coming for like second or third, you have to be out there waiting. Yeah. Because when the service, like this service finishes, they open the exit this way and everybody goes out. And then those who are coming in, they have sat there to see the changeovers. You see them pouring in from this side. Doing what? Pouring, not trickling in. Pouring in. So within minutes, you can see that the hall of about 12,000 or something is filled up. So one time he went out there and joined the people who were waiting as they were coming in, queuing in. And then he asked, ah, why are all of you here waiting outside to get into this church? Why? Then they said, hey, you don't know our pastor. Eh? You, today is your first time. As you have come, our pastor will preach to you and you see the reason why we are all here. Then you go here and ask this person, he said, we have a pastor. When he preaches, it will, it will affect you. That's why we are here. But this is the pastor himself. <laughs> That's the pastor himself. Yes. So, even if they didn't say it, they, they are over there they are saying that the reason why we are coming and we are waiting outside and we are queuing to enter into this place that there's a word that affects us in this place. God has a word for us. And everything, God, uh, God has a word for you. Preaching, no. A different pattern it affected different people. Oh, yes. And yet the same thing. Sometimes, Obi, the part Obi could do about the preaching, that made him take a step. You, the preacher, you don't even remember because it wasn't like the main something, but it came in just, but that is the part that affected somebody. One time somebody called me. I should come and dedicate his house. And I went. I like house dedication. I like house dedication more than car dedication. If you build your house and you call me, by all means, I'll come. If you buy a house, a car, and you call me, I'll try to come. <laughs> so he called me. Then we went. I went. We dedicated. When we finished, then he quoted on this something he mentioned a day. About which was about two years, you were preaching and you said this, and that is what moved me to build a house. And I'm calling you today to come and dedicate it. 
And as he said, I don't even remember. But there is always a certain part of it that is meant for you. That is your word. God prepared it before you came. He put it down for you that you should walk in it. He gave it to you. He had written it down. And it was meant for you that this thing should affect you today. You should never go to church that nothing affected you. You didn't hear anything that challenged you to do anything. And the reason why we know that it has affected you is that you took an action on it. Number three. Number four. Is it number four? Oh, very good. We finished. Number one is what? Others need Christ. Are you ready to bring others to Christ? Are we doing the month of invitation? Yes. I want to bring others in. Friends, everybody. Number two is what? Others need a shepherd. A shepherd is somebody who is over your soul, over your life, cares about you, looks out for you, prays for you, teaches you, counsels you. Um, if, if even there's nobody interested in you, your shepherd must be interested in you. I have a shepherd. Oh yes, I have a shepherd. Maybe I even have shepherds. Depending on what I run or I call, there's this, this, that. There's this, this, that. Who is your shepherd? Maybe you didn't slap enough when you ask this question. So they still don't have a shepherd and they are comfortable in their lives. But who is your shepherd with a slap? Number three is what? Must hear the, the message. Yes. Number four, others have issues. Yes, others have issues. You are not the only person. Do not only think about your issues. Think about the issues that affect other people. Many people have diverse problems. Many people have complicated issues that they cannot resolve. Most of the time, we are bogged down by our own issues. We do not lift up our eyes to see how other people are suffering. It is sad that most Christians do not remind themselves that others have issues. If you who have two legs and two eyes cannot get a job, then can you imagine how difficult it is for a blind person to find a job? Do you have two legs? Do you have two hands? Do you have two eyes? Are things difficult for you? Maybe. Then think of others who don't have what you have. Do you pray? Do you pray? Are things difficult for you? Think of others who don't know how to pray. Do you hear messages? Encouraging messages? And you still have difficulties? You have issues? Think of others who don't hear these messages that you hear. What would the state of their life be? 
That's what you need to think about. And remember that at every point, you have advantages that others don't have. That's why I like the story of the man who was going to commit suicide. He poured his atale, removed the dress, and put it down, climbed the tree. His rope was ready in there. And when he got there and he was about to put the, how do you call it? The rope. It must have a name. I don't know whether it's loop. You are saying so. When he was about to put it around his neck and jump, and then you hang like that, and that's it. Then he saw another guy walk to under the mango tree and saw his atale that was there. And this guy started praising God. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. I've got close to where? Oh, what a blessing. God loves me. God has blessed me. God has provided for me. Where there was no hope, God has made a way. Where there was no money to buy clothes, God has bought clothes and given to me. So he was up there watching the man rejoicing over his clothes. And one said this thing. I will not die again. Sana, my life is not bad after all. He jumped down immediately and collected, collected his atade from the guy. He said, Charlie, it's enough. Your testimony has ended over here. But it's like whatever the situation, you have something that others don't have and they are looking for and they will be very happy to have what you have. Your situation is never hopeless. You are in a better position to help other people. Yes, you are in a better position to help other people. You can help people. You can talk to people. You can preach to people. You can encourage people. You can help solve somebody's problem. Don't ever think that you, you don't know what I'm going through. That's why you want me to do this. That, that. Yes, you are going through your something. But in the same, at the same time also, you can help somebody. What didn't Jesus go through for us? All the suffering throughout his life on earth. The trial, the beatings, the persecution. All through his life until he went on the cross so that others will have life others have issues and you are the one god has called to help others through their issues forget about yourself and your issues for some that that's why you can't be a pastor because if you're a pastor you'll be going through your own issues but you have to help others with their issues and sometimes when somebody is telling you about the problem they are going through, you have gone through a more serious one, deeper, harder, I mean more threatening than this one. Or you are even still in it and you are sitting down and the person is talking to you like that. And, but you don't say that, look, you, you ah, problem I mean, it's like you have forgotten about your own and you are on a journey to help the person 
to get through the issue that is not even as serious and as damaging as your own. That is the call. That is working for God. That's why it's not easy. Who pay too much? You like yourself, Dodo. The way you appear, the way you dress, the way your hair will look, the way they will see you, and the way they, if you know, somebody made a, a, a hair, and it's like nice hairstyle I've done. And then and another person saw her after Sunday, Monday or Tuesday. She said, I removed the hair. So said, why have you removed the hair you had on Sunday? So when I went to church, nobody said my hair was nice. So I've removed it. You just want nice comment about yourself. But God is calling you to be interested in other people. Because that is what, where your heavenly reward shall be. That's where your heavenly reward is. That's where you are. If you see a pastor, pastors look like some superman. He doesn't have any problem. Is that not how they look like? They don't have any problem. But you go inside and then you see how it is like inside, inside the inside. Uh-huh. There are issues that they are preaching through and encouraging you through and doing everything. Yeah. Last year, when we were at Good Friday service, was Friday, the, uh, the prophet, his son had died on Thursday. Yeah. Or Wednesday night or Thursday. But Friday, if you are a Good Friday last year, how many were there last year? Yes. Did he preach like his son had died? He comes and says, oh, my son, I'm preaching, you don't know what that... You had your son died at that time. So you and he, who had issues? Yes. He had issues, but he came, preached powerfully, prayed powerfully with testimonies of healings and people testifying here and there without coming to say that, look, you don't know the problem that I, you got to know after. Yeah. Yes, it was after that messages were sent out and he knew. But as he was standing at the Independence Square doing what was that, that was the thing. Because one I mean, by that time, same person now shall say, a yistova sitting out here in the kitchen. We swam at just say a mouse who be her in ye crap ones and we knew who say a nay good Friday. It's true. Do you have problems? Others have more. And you can help others in the midst of your issues. Do you know that the issues they never get finished? If you don't know, you say that, ah. This is the issue now. If I solve it, finish, then I'll be free. If you solve it, finish, another one will come. I don't know why you want to say that, oh, this is a class five exam. If I write it and I pass, I'll be free. When you write classes, it's coming. They don't finish, you. When you finish, form one is coming. When he finished, Form 2 is coming. Then now BCE itself. Then when you do BCE and you get 
aggregate 21. You go and praise God that you have done so well. But 21 isn't not good for you people. Who said A? Then, but after that, you have SS. From one, exam. From two, exam. Then now, B, C, you have the chance of getting D7. Eh? Watsky. <laughs> I said B, C. Watsky. Now, your, your school, we don't even understand. Now, Watsky, I want a D7. Look at another problem coming. Problems don't end. So if you want something to end so that you serve God or you think about others, I came here today, 2nd April 2023, to announce to you that it's not going to end now or tomorrow or never. That's why we are always praying about issues because there are always issues. Oh, Yeah, listen, if you are waiting for issues to end, you will never do anything in your, you won't serve God, you won't work for God, you won't think about, you won't witness to anybody, you won't pray for anybody because all your prayer is for your issues because unkwana war issues. Are they? Put that, okay, this is a look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Then verse 5 says what? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That's why he died for us. Job 42, I think I quoted a verse. Let's read it and we close. Is it verse 10? Yes. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. That I said that when you think about others, God is more inclined to give you twice as much. Yes. But he prayed. Who had problems at that time? Is it Job or his friends? Job, Job had problems. His children are dead. His businesses have collapsed. Uh, everything is down. And he himself was there in some dangerous, strange disease. But in the midst of the dangerous, strange disease, he prayed for his friends who were not sick. Who were just talking. Like he had sinned. That's why this thing is coming to him. And God turned his captivity. You can take care of others in the midst of your problems and the midst of your issues. That's how God will bless you. Arise.
Thank you. Close your eyes, everybody. Father, let's... Yes, Jesus, as you died for us, help us to give our life for people, to live for others, to help others, to always position ourselves to be useful to others in the name of Jesus. You are here this morning. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say that, Pastor, pray for me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. I want my name to be written in the book of life. So for Bompai Mami, my name said, Yesu Basisia, Semeko Heaven, and Ameko Hela, my name, my Husriye, into Bompai Mami, Niem Chomi Dimon Kwahumanim, Senebea Meko Heaven, Namenko Hell. If you are here like that, you need Jesus. Lift up your right hand, only your right hand up like this. Your right hand up like this. I need Jesus. I need to be born again. Maybe. Tonight, the trumpet will sound that Jesus is coming. I don't know where you will stand. But today, we are here and there's an opportunity for your salvation. If you have lifted up your hand, lift it up high. Up high. Father, bless every hand lifted up. Your hand is lifted up. Do one more thing. Come to me. Come to the front here. I'm praying for you right here. Come. Yes, your hand is lifted there. Come. Come to Jesus. Anybody and everybody, today is your day of salvation. He died for us that we might not die, but we might live. He died so that we would live. And He's giving you life today. What He's giving you is life. The opportunity to live and not die so that His death will make sense to us. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I give my life to Jesus today. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Come into my heart today. Come into my heart today. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. Wash me in the blood. Write my name. Write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Kase radi Yesu. Radi Yesu. Betrama kumemu. Betrama kumemu. Na sakrami. Na sakrami. Na yemini pafufu. Na yemini pafufu. Efi neko. Efi neko. Me di Yesu echi. Me di Yesu echi. Me sum Yesu. Me sum Yesu. Me nkwana nina. Me nkwana nina. Kase radi me dawasi. Radi me dawasi. Se wajemengu. Whether it's your marriage, mm. whether any part and mm. area of your life mm. that has captivated you and brought an issue and a problem Allah. that you think cannot be solved, you don't know what to do about Allah. it. Allah. As you receive this communion, receive. the Lord is turning captivities today. The Lord is turning captivities today. The Lord is turning captivities today. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. For the body of Christ. The body, Lord. The captivity of sickness, the captivity of poverty, the captivity of lack, the captivity of confusion. Whatever captivates our thoughts is turned and change in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. And we receive the blood. The blood. Let the issues of the past, mm. the sins of our parents, sins of, God. of our forefathers, Jesus. those who came before us, Jesus. the sins that we have committed ourselves, mm. 
the faults that Bravo. allow curses to enter Bravo. by the blood by the blood by the power of the blood of jesus oh, the power. let every such occasion mm. and doorway of the enemy be blocked Jesus. Let the blood answer. answer Lord. Let the blood wash. wash Lord. And let the blood block every curse, every, every sickness, every sickness, every death, every death, and every opportunity oh, that the yes. devil has. Oh, yes. Let it be blocked today. Amen. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood. Lift up your hands now. Oh, I bless him. I bless you, Professor. With the blessing of Professor. You came into the house of the Lord and you came to receive a blessing from the house of the Lord. You are walking out of this place as a blessed person. Your life is declared blessed. Blessed. You are declared blessed. Professor. I superimpose the blessing of God. Whatever you came with, whatever spell you came under, whatever curse was upon you, whatever the devil has spoken, whatever meeting and resolution they had about your life, because you stepped into the presence, your life is turned around. Amen. And the captivity is turned around. Prophesy. Whatever is a captivity is turned around. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As you live here today, prophesy. You are going to walk in the, in the testimony of a captivity that has turned oh, yes. and that has no My power over Lord, you anymore. A situation that prophesy. has been resolved by the Lord. Prophesy. God that has stepped in and solved the problem for My you suddenly. Sudden solution. Yes, sudden solution. Sudden solution. That is your problem. Oh, yes. Sudden healing. healing. That is your blessing. Sudden deliverance. deliverance. That is your blessing. Oh, yes, I the devil will come, but he cannot touch you. Cannot, a cannot. thousand will fall on your side, and ten thousand on your right side. They cannot come near you. Because for you is given the blessing of Jehovah. The blessing of Jehovah. Whatever was a curse, whatever was dead, whatever was eating you up, the mighty hand of God has touched you already and has solved you already. Oh, yes. It's solved already. Prophesy. It's turn around. Prophesy. It's turn around. It's turn around. It's around. It's changed. It's changed. It's turn around. It's changed. It's turn around. It's changed. It's changed. It's changed. It's changed. It's changed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Prophesy. Father, thank you. Prophesy. For great blessing. Great blessing. That this month we are experiencing captivities that have been turned around. Long-standing problems that have been solved. Long-standing situations that have been changed. Things that look unresolvable that have been resolved. That's what we are experiencing in this Let that be your experience also. In Jesus' name. Shout a big amen. Amen. Shout your louder amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari dash DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International dash HQ. 
May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing holy.